Welcome to the Thrive Vineyard Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Molly Kiefer. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit thrivevineyard.com. So after a Sunday service, a few years ago, I was talking to a woman and I was just connecting with her on life. And she was so kind and so vulnerable. And she was telling me a little bit about the trouble she was going through. Um, and she was telling me about, it was just really a financial hardship. And she was in the midst of um, not really sure how to move forward and what to do with it. And I was listening. I was hearing her heart. And as I'm hearing her, I knew I just, uh, I, I, I just, I can't just listen and um, not go to my wallet and see what I can do to actually like physically help her. And so I, I knew I had money to my name, and I knew that the money was in my purse, in my wallet. And so I went, I grabbed my wallet, and I opened it up, and I looked, and there is like nothing in there. And I'm like, oh, my kids, they have, someone needed gas money, right? Like, where was the money that was there a bit ago? And there is nothing in my wallet, and I am so embarrassed and um, not that she had asked, but I was just in my heart to like help, to come alongside her. And so I had to do this walk back to her and I had my coat on and I walked back and I was like, oh, I just, I really wanted to give. And I know this is like a timely thing and today was the day and you needed this. And I'm like, oh, but there's nothing in my wallet. And uh, as I'm talking to her, I have my coat on and my hands are in my pocket and I'm like playing with like the outside lining of my coat. And I could feel something bunched in like the lining of my coat, something in there. And it was like in this like inside way of getting in there. And I didn't even know that it wasn't like a pocket, like, oh, you just put money in your pocket, right? Well, you guys know where this is going. There is like balled up in the lining of my coat, a wad of money. <laughs> and I stuck my hand in the lining of my coat and I'm like, here you go. Like, here, look, look what God has done. Like, I wanted to give, and I would have given if someone wouldn't have taken the cash out of my wallet before this morning, right? And here it is in the lining of my coat. And I was just like, God, you are so good. You are so amazing that you provided in this way. And I was so happy that I was able to come alongside and just bring comfort and bring a minute of relief to this woman, right? And I just wonder how many of you um, have had a recent experience where you've been standing in front of someone with a problem, with an, with an issue, with some pain, and you were like, oh, I just want to help. I just want to bring relief to you. Like maybe it's someone um, and they're, they, they've just gone through a really painful breakup. Maybe it's someone who their kid is struggling, their kid is suffering. Um, maybe they have some physical pain in their body. Maybe they've just gotten a recent diagnosis from a doctor, a recent report. Um, maybe it's a financial, it's about a job, you know, you're like, oh, if I could just hire you, you know, like there's some, if I could just do, I wish I had something to give. I wish I had some way to help, to alleviate what's going on in your life, to bring some peace, to bring some joy. But you're looking at an empty wallet and you're like, oh, I really want to, but I just have nothing to give. Well, here is what I'm so excited about today is I believe that God wants to show us the money. Like the God wants to actually take us into this place where we now know what we have to give, that we aren't standing in front of an empty wallet. In fact, God is the God who puts money in lining of jackets. He puts answers. He, put, he puts resources within our reach for the people that we are standing in front of. 
And that is my goal today, uh, to take us into the story that we, that we see God doing this exact thing for these two guys, Peter and John. And this is in the book of Acts. And you guys know we are, um, we are digging into Acts. We are digging into what it looks like to be on fire followers of Jesus, to be a church that, um, repre- that represents God in his fullness, that moves like that Acts church did, that where they went from this, um, this dynamic place of being filled with the Holy Spirit on day of Pentecost, well, they moved to the streets, didn't they? They moved out. The, the on-fire identity of God, the call of God, moved out to people's lives around them. And here's what happened next. We've been in Acts 2 looking at the, the formula for an on-fire church. Well, here's what happens next in the story. And this is in Acts 3. And I think we have scriptures. Do we have scriptures? All right. Acts 3, I'm going to start in verse 1. Check this out. One day, Peter and John were going to the temple at the time of prayer at 3 in the afternoon. Now, a man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, as as did John. Then Peter said to him, look at us. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said, silver or gold, I do not have. But what I do have, I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what happened to him. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if you're watching this happen, if you're standing really close to Peter and John in that day, and can you imagine if you were the one whose legs were restored after 40 years, like never have been able to use your legs, never be able to walk through the woods to, to move yourself you know, that we, we get why he has this response of leaping and jumping and praising God. Like, I would too, right? I would too. Well, uh, this re- brings to mind a time when um, I was uh, with someone who was having some physical issues. We had a plumber come into our old house. We had an old house in Elgin, and uh, this guy would come all the time because we had old pipes. And, um, and as he was doing his work, he was finishing up. I was talking to him, and he started telling me about some shoulder pain that he had. And he was like, I can only lift my arm this far. And he's like, oh, he just was in pain at night. He was in pain during the day. He could barely, you know, do the things that he was wanting to do with his job. And I, I heard him talking about this physical pain. And I actually um, knew that he was a believer. And so it was really easy. I just said, let me pray for you. And so I, I prayed for healing. I prayed for a shoulder for a few minutes. And, and he packed up his stuff. And he, he walked out. He walked out my front walkway. And he's walking. And all of a sudden, he stops. And he starts moving his shoulder like this. And he turns around at me and he goes, I'm healed. He's like, I'm healed. And he was like, you know, like, I didn't even think to say, like, test it. And he's like, I couldn't do this. And he's like swinging his arm around. And like, it was like this, like, leaping and jumping moment. You know, he was like celebrating. He was so excited. And I was like, oh, like, Molly, I didn't even stop to say, like, is it better? And he was just so, so, so excited. Um, and he told the story at church and he was like crying. Like, you know, it was like one of those like legit like moments of like, bam, like I've experienced healing, right? 
Um, and so I, what I want to do right now is I want to stop and I want to find out if anyone in the room, um, first of all, I want to find out if anyone, did anyone experience healing during worship? Like, do you come in with pain or something going on and you experienced healing in worship? Anyone? Anyone experience that? Check it out if you, did you experience some healing in worship? Yeah, can you tell us real quickly? Wow. Wow. That's so awesome. And, and I wasn't thinking that was going to happen, but as, as worship was closing up, I felt like the Lord just said, find out who got healed during, during worship, and they might not have even known that, they, that it happened. So that's awesome. Yay. Yay. You guys, that is good. That is good. But um, what I want to find out right now, and, um, and just to prep you, I want to ask you to come up and get prayer, but we want to be bold today. We want to be bold today. Does anyone have limited mobility in their body, um, like that plumber? Yeah, Crest, can you come up? Yes, thank you. All right, this is Krasimir, our electric guitar player. All right, what? where is the pain? Uh, like, it was initially in the left shoulder, the right shoulder, but uh, acting up like 12. Okay, so. just now, or it was at recently? Recently. Okay, okay. All right, so we're going to just pray for healing. Yeah, most of here oh, okay, so Krasimir had pain in the left shoulder, and now it's in the right shoulder. And do you have limited mobility? Like, yes, I have limited mobility with the left hand. Okay, with the left hand, that's as far as you can go. And pain in the right. And pain in the right. Okay. You're a mess. <laughs> a holy mess. <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to pray for Krasimir right now. And, um, and for me, a lot of times when I start praying... Um, what I do is I, I, I hit the refresh button. I just have to, I always hit the refresh button and I remind myself that, um, I am connected to the living God, that I don't heal anyone, that I'm not trying to perform or make anything happen, but that I'm just connected to God Almighty. So, um, that's where I always start. And, um, so God, I just thank you for your healing presence. I thank you that you're a healer. I thank you that um, I can feel already there's like a heat on my hand. I can feel coming on Krasimir. And so, God, we just thank you for restoration. We speak restoration to Kras's body. And we just ask for a release of heaven right now onto earth. Like you said, we would walk in. In Jesus' name, just come. Um, okay, so can you tell us what you're experiencing? He feels the presence of God. Okay, upper half of his body. He can feel the presence of God. What does it feel like? Okay, he's saying he doesn't have pain on the, the right side. Okay. Okay. Mm. He was concerned this morning. Now it's feeling better? Yes, yes, definitely. Get the microphone for me. Definitely better. Okay, so if it was like, uh, what pain number are you experiencing? One or lower. One or less lower. Than, less okay. than one. Okay, can we test, test the other one? How's that? Oh. Oh. The mobility, <laughs> the mobility is better. Mobility is better, yeah. yeah. I was doing like a little bit of exercise this morning. Okay. Okay, let me see. 
Okay, so uh, I kind of compare yeah. both, both hands. How are we doing? So, really good. Really better, good. Better than, than when I was exercising. Good. This morning. There's better still than a little exercise. bit of a stiffness and, and kind of pain in the left one, the one that we were dealing with like, for the last month and okay. a half yeah. with. But definitely the mobility is better than what I was doing this morning. Okay. Okay. We're gonna, I'm gonna pray one more time. Yes, thank you, Jesus. But I'm gonna pray one more time. So we really want that to go to zero. Um, so we're gonna pray one more time. Sometimes we pray twice. All right, so God, thank you for what we're doing. We wanna thank God for what he's already done. God, we sense you moving. And I can just still sense just such a heat on Christmere, which a lot of times is just the presence of God just coming in a, a physical way. And so God, we just ask for more. We ask for more that it would go all the way down to a zero, God, because, um, Again, because of your nature, you are a healer, you are good. And so we just command healing from um, heaven in, into Christ's body on earth in Jesus' name. Mm. Mm. All right. Okay. Okay, he's good. All right, so here's what I'd like to do. Is anyone else experiencing, you're going to stay, you're going to pray with me. Is anyone else experiencing um, pain in their body, limited mobility, pain that they can identify? Okay, come on up, David. And Krasimir is going to, Krasimir is going to, yes, the presence of God is here. You're going to, you get the microphone. I trust you with the microphone. All right. David's going to come up. tangible. The, the presence of God yeah. is tangible here. Like yes. Yes. Okay. My right shoulder. Six weeks ago. All right. Oh, hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, for your anointing. We thank you for your precious presence. We thank you, Lord, for being the healer. Yeah the healer of our soul, spirits, and bodies. Yeah. Now we command to this pain, go away mm-hmm. in Jesus' name. Yeah. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Okay, test it out, David. How's it feeling? It's still there. Okay, let's pray again. Let's pray again. What, what, what number are we at in terms of discomfort? Like if it's zero to ten? Mobility. Okay, let's let's pray one more time. So we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your healing power. Mm-hmm. We thank you for your love. And so we just do say restoration for mobility in the name of Jesus right now. David's shoulder and that joint, the socket, how how it all fits together. We just release mobility and flexibility. Test it out again. Still the same. Okay. Okay. Sometimes, guys, sometimes we contend. Sometimes healing comes as you go. Uh, Sometimes we keep ask, knock, we seek, right? Sometimes we keep at it. So what I would say is come up after the service again, and this is what I tell people, come up every week until that thing is gone, right? All right, can we give a thank you, thank you to our, our... thanks guys, but we're going to keep, we're going to keep praying sometimes, again, sometimes remember we're filling the bowls of incense in heaven, we just keep praying, we keep depositing that in there until we see that thing, that breakthrough of heaven come to earth. 
So, um, so what I want to do, guys, is I, uh, I want to give us a little bit of biblical um, handles to hold on to as we are praying for the sick, as we're going about reaching into our wallet for something to give, right? Reaching into um, the things that God has given us access to, to meet the need in front of us. Um, and so here's what, um, here's what we're going to do when we pray for healing. I, I want us to, to begin to know I can pray because I have something to give. I can go to my wallet with expectation that the money's going to be there. If it's not there, it's going to be in the lining of my coat, you know? So that's what I want us to do because here's the deal, guys. This is where healing starts. Healing starts in our brains. Healing starts in our brains. We have to know we have something to give. And this is what happened with Peter, right? He said, I don't have that to give you, but I will give you what I do have to give. We have to know that we have something to give. And so we can, we would, we'll reach for the answers that we know that we have to give that are within our reach. So, um, so thinking first, thinking first, healing starts in our brains. And this is what Jesus taught over and over again, you guys, everything that we want to access of the kingdom of God, everything we want to see happen in prayer, everything that we want to bring from heaven to earth, Jesus taught us over and over again, it is connected to the way we think. So Jesus taught this, and it, these words were so, so, so familiar. He taught this in Matthew 3, 2. He says, repent, for the kingdom of, ha- of heaven is at hand. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He said it again in, in Matthew four seventeen. Same concept, a couple different words. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. It's the same thing as at hand. It's near, right? Or in, in Mark 1, um, he says this, the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. So over and over again, we see the connection to the, to the kingdom of God, accessing the kingdom of God through something called repentance. And that word for repent, it means to change the way you think. That's basically what it means. It means you have to, to, to think according to the ways of heaven if you want to access the things of the kingdom of heaven. And so he's saying you're gonna, we're going to change the way we think. Okay, so what are we going to change from? If we're going to change, we're going to change from something to something. And so Jesus wants us to know you have to change uh, the way we think from like the worldly way, from the natural way, from maybe a, a way that demands that it, it fits into logic or, or um, the, the, the ways of this world, the natural ways of this world. It, we're going to change from that. We're going to change to a heavenly mindset, to the ways, uh, of the ways of the kingdom that are not the same, right, of the ways of the earth because you have to change it because the ways of the, of the kingdom of heaven are not the same is natural thinking. It is not, right? Here is the deal. We, we pray the, the natural worldly way. Sometimes we would approach uh, a problem and we would go, okay, well, what is what's uh, what ability do I have, right? Like, well, I'll think about, can I pray for this person in front of me? Well, how, how sick are they? <laughs> are we talking about minor things? Are we talking about something big, right? Because there's lines. I can, maybe I could do this, but I can't do that, right? Or the way we think in terms of natural thinking, we'll think, well, okay, if I'm approaching the praying for this person, what happened last time I prayed? And what happened the time before that and the time before that, right? And then, then we'll kind of go, well, then I can expect this. That's the natural way of thinking, right? Or sometimes it's thinking, how do I feel? How do I feel about myself? Do I, do I feel good with God today? Do I not feel good with God today? Do I feel like I've like blown it and I can't, I can't ask him for that? That's a natural way of thinking. And Jesus is saying, well, if you want to see the kingdom come, then you're going to have to change the way you think. Okay, so what are we going to, what, what is he asking of us? How do we think? Well, we think like this. This is the truth that we line our thinking up with. 
The kingdom of heaven is near. That's the thinking that we line up with. The kingdom of heaven, it's, it's at hand. Put your hand out. How close is your hand? I love how Jesus gave us this, okay, the kingdom, it's this close. It's this close. It's at hand. You go reach out and grab it, right? That's how close the kingdom of God really is. God is that close. God wants to act. He wants to heal. That's a hallelujah. Yes, it's good news. Yes, right? That the kingdom of God is that close and that we, we think according to uh, the, the, that God is good and that we think according to his nature that he is healer. He is healer. This is his nature. And so he wants to heal and he will keep on healing like he has through the scripture, through history. He will keep on until heaven overtakes the earth, right? And we don't have to ask any longer because we've all been redeemed. We've all been restored. Okay, so, so we want to change the way we think. We want to repent, right, so that we can experience the reality of the kingdom. Because here, this is why it's so important, guys. I won't pray for, for um, those answers if I don't think they will happen, right? We won't pray if we don't think it will happen. If I think I have something to give away, I'll pray. If I think that there is money in my wallet, I will reach in to give it away. How many of you guys have a bank account? The place where you put your money. Yeah, yeah. Okay, bank accounts, right? And uh, um, how many of you guys have a debit card, <laughs> like a pin, and it's just in your wallet, right? Like all the money, you, you, the money is there in the bank, but you have access to it. You have, you have this debit card and a pin, and you just go and you don't have to carry it all around, right? It's the same with the kingdom. All we have to do is just we just reach for it. It's all there. It is. It's there. We just have to reach for it. We have to just put the the, the card in and use the pin, and and then. God, God delivers, right? God, we just reach for it. I love the picture of that hand. We just reach for it. A lot of nights, um, if I wake up in the middle of the night, um, I have been turning to just pray for Kevin. Kevin's been on a journey with pain for a really long time, and I feel like the Lord um, just uses the night sometimes for me just to really intercede. <laughs> so funny. We never talked about this, but one night this week, <laughs> one night this week, um, so I reach. I reach, right? I reach for the kingdom. I'm reaching. I'm reaching. So I sneak my hand under the sheets to reach for Kevin to like lay hands on him and pray in the middle of the night. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and I, I reach and I like, I'm trying not to wake him, right? So I'm reaching, reaching for healing. And all of a sudden, Kevin jumps up and he throws back the sheets, like, because they thought I was like a critter or something. <laughs> it like sprung up and he throws back the sheets. <laughs> Oh my God, it's just healing, honey. It's just healing. I was cracking up. It was like from like, <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, honey. Okay. So, so we reach because he's, it's accessible. It's accessible. This is why we reach for the kingdom, right? It's like with my kids, I put their snacks on the low shelf, you know, like they're right there. Like, just go, go, you go get it. I put it where you could get it. That's what the father is saying to us. I put it where you could get it. You just, you just think according to the ways of heaven and you can have it, right? You have it. So this is the, why it is so important, you guys, for repentance, this renewed mind. I have something to give. And I want you to stop for a second. I want you just to think. I want you to, to think about someone in your life that needs healing, um, especially physical healing. And I want you just to think for a second. I want you to just identify right now with this teaching of Jesus. I ha- wait, I have something to give. I have something 
to give them. I have something to give them. Can you picture it? Can you picture standing in front of them and reaching into your, your heavenly wallet and going, wait a second, God has made this accessible. I have something to give. Okay, so here's what we see in this story that, that Peter thought differently, right? And he said, I do have something to give you. I can't give you silver and gold, but I do have something. And he said this, in the name of Jesus, be healed. So here's the content of what he had. He knew he had been given the authority and the power that come in the name of Jesus, that come in his name, that he had been given authority over sickness, that he could think along those lines and he could pray along those lines. He thought about the name of Jesus that was above every other name that we see Paul tells us about. Paul writes this in Philippians 2.9. He says this, Therefore God exalted him, Jesus, to the highest place, and gave him the name that is above every name, every name. And that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. Paul's telling us who's in charge. He's telling us that the name of Jesus is above. It outranks, guys. Think about authority and, um, and, and uh, command, right? The name of Jesus outranks every other name. So the name of sickness, the name of poverty, uh, the name of depression, the name of cancer, the name of anxiety, the name of, uh, of, of pain and uh, anything, anything that would stand in front of that opposes um, us as people, anything that we could imagine. And so that God is, is saying, so we have the, the power over these things through the authority of the name of Jesus. And Kevin taught on that last week about overcoming um, uh, spiritual, just demonic forces of evil. Um, and so some of this is a repeat, but I want us to see it again because I, I just think these things have to become so familiar, to be, become so entwined in our hearts that they become uh, our, part of our everyday life. But Jesus gave us authority to overcome. Remember in Matthew 28, 18, he is sending out every believer with the same authority. And he says, this is what happened um, it says, Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples. I'm sending you. Go and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I commanded you. He's giving that authority away. And that is how they go. That is how they teach. And we're going to teach you the same things that Jesus taught us, the same ministry that he had. I'm going to give it to you because of authority, Right. And we see Jesus sending out the 12 in Matthew 10. And he called the 12, and this is what it says, and gave them authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal every disease and sickness. And then it skips down and it says this, these 12 Jesus sent out with following instructions, um, don't go among the Gentiles or enter town of Samaritans, go rather to the lost sheep of Israel. As you go, proclaim this message, the kingdom of heaven has... He's my, he's my everything. The kingdom of heaven has come near, has come near. Put out your hand. It's right here. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons. This is what he says. Freely you have received, freely give. It's in your wallet. It's in your wallet, right? Freely you have received. And what did they receive back in that first verse? Gave them authority. This is what they received, authority. You've been freely given it. Just go freely and give it away. Just as you go, just give it away. Reach in, grab a hold of it, and give it away. That's what he's telling them. 
And so uh, um, they went out and they did it. They, they did, they tried it. They went out, they reached for the kingdom. And we see this in, in Luke 10, 17. I'm going to skip ahead. It says that they went out and they came back. They, they did what he said. And it says they returned with joy and they said, Lord, even the demons submit to us in your name. And I think they were blown away. I think they were blown away in that moment. Like it worked. Like it happened. And guys, I'm still there too. I'm still blown away every time. Every time. It worked, Jesus. The authority you gave me worked. The power you gave me worked. Your name worked, right? So God, he gave authority and power. And here's the deal about it. It actually holds weight on this earth. It actually moves things. It actually welcomes things. It actually reverses things and redeems things and restores things. It's amazing. Not only do we have like, it's, it's not like a wallet full of like monopoly money, right? Or like Mother's Day coupons for a free massage, right? Like whoever cashes those in, right? Like the, right? But it's actually, it actually holds weight. It actually moves things. So that's what that we're talking about. It's currency that, that has ultimate power, guys. In any place, in any culture, in any life, your workplace, your church, wherever you go. So, um, so this is what I want you guys to do. This is my big encouragement to you, that you will go to your wallet for every need, that you will go there, you will go and you will reach in for the authority that Jesus gave you, for, for um, access to the kingdom of God, for every need. Someone has pain around you. Someone has uh, uh, struggling with headaches. Someone's struggling with postpartum. Someone needs surgery. For someone, the cancer is back, right? I have something to give. Just like Peter, just like Peter going about his business, I have something to give you right here. I'm just going to reach for it. I'm going to take a hold of the name of Jesus that is uh, um, outranks every other name. And I'm just going to bring it close to you that I have access to. I'm going to bring it close to you. And so um, what I want us to do now is we're going to end with a time of we're all, we're all going to try it. We're going to try reaching into our wallet. And here's what I want you guys to do. I want anyone who is willing, who doesn't have pain right now and is willing to pray, to stand up. You can grab the microphone. To stand up. And guys, I don't care if you've never done this before or if you've done it a thousand times. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So if you don't have pain and you're willing to reach into your wallet to pray for someone, would you just stand up where you are? You're willing to stand up, and you don't you don't need healing prayer. You're willing to reach into your wallet, stand up. Now, those of you who need healing, I'd like you to look around the room and to go to one of these people who is standing. So, those of you who have pain in your body, you need healing, you need breakthrough. Go to somebody. Um, we're gonna take just a second. I'll let you guys get organized. Go to someone who is standing up. Do we need to know who, if you want to pray, could you put your hand up now? Because we have some people moving around. We, if you're not praying and you want to pray, put your hand up. Okay. We got two people here who are willing to pray for healing. Lillian's willing to pray. Does anyone else need healing? Guys, I don't mind if you get prayer for someone that you know. If you have someone like I... Okay, we got two people that are willing to pray. Where's Lloyd? Oh, Okay. Do you mind? Oh, you got it. Okay, okay. Um, so, so we can now, team up with more than one yeah, person. Yeah, right? you can double up. So those, you guys, will you guys mind going to someone to pray? Right, so don't start yet. Please don't start yet. Okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> We're going to give you some instructions, all right? 
And if we've got people who are willing to pray and there's other people who have already paired up, go team up. So we, have, we can have two or three people praying for one person. That's fine. Okay, I, I, let's do this in an orderly fashion, right? This is not Corinthians. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> so uh, this is what I want you to do. I'm, we're, we're, it's sort of tapping into the apostles. We're tapping into what Jesus did. Something that you might notice is that they never prayed for healing. So I don't want you to pray for healing. What did Peter say? He said this, I give you what I have in the name of Jesus. Get up and walk. So this is what we're doing. We're delivering. And as I was praying through this this week, the image to me was uh, a midwife. You're the midwife. The baby is there already. You don't have to ask for the baby. The baby's there. And the reason I like this metaphor is because sometimes delivering a child is not that easy, right? There's some work to be done. But you don't have to make the child. That's been done. The development of the child is already there. You just, you're delivering the, the child. Okay. So this is how we're going to do that. If you have a need, I want you to tell the person that, you're, that is going to be ministering to you, I want. For some reason, Jesus wanted people to do that. Sometimes just say, what do you want? Do you, well, say what you want. I want this pain to go away, whatever that is. All right? And then the people who are ministering, what I want you to do is find out when did this begin? Now, I don't want a medical history. I want, when did this begin? And what we're looking for is, was this an accident? Was there some trauma involved? That's the only bit of information I want you to gather, because if there is, there's a way to deal with that. All right, so then what are you going to do? You're going to speak to the pain. You're not going to pray. Okay, it's already been promised. It's delivered. Now we're saying, okay, let it come. That could, that's a prayer. Let it come, but speak to the pain. Uh, Speak healing, let restoration come, let healing come. In the name of Jesus, be healed. That, okay? Now, if you notice, that doesn't take very long. So, nice short, try it and then check. What's the result? Now, there's three possible results. One is nothing happened. The second one is something happened, but maybe we're not done yet. The third one is time to dance up and down because they were healed completely. Okay, go ahead. You can do your happy dance at that point. Keep the keep the medical part real short. Just yeah. quick. This is what's this we, is what I'm having. We don't want medical history. Yes. All right. Just where did it start? And then when you, when you're you've got your three results, do it again. So if we've got no results or we've got just partial results, then do it again. In the name of Jesus, be healed. Pain be gone. Okay. These people are so anxious. Go for it. <laughs>